0: Welcome to the Love, Hope, Adventure podcast, where we talk about the marriage relationship, intimacy in marriage, and how you can go deeper with your spouse. And today, we're talking about something that I don't think I really learned until we were kind of like in our marriage for a little while, and that is like being a team with your spouse. Ah. And I'm not saying that those aren't concepts that probably were sort of kind of conveyed to me, but not quite in the way that I think made that connection with me. Like I think you, I think you know you're like on the same team with your spouse until you guys have a problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like
1: Yeah, you know you're on the same team until you're fighting.
0: Right. <laughs> and then it feels like you're enemies. Well, I mean, you can always feel like you're on the same team when the world's coming at you. But when there are other problems within the house, it's really um, a problem because of your difference of personalities or, you know, something to do with the two of you. That's, I think, when it gets very difficult to remember, oh, yeah, we're on the same team here. Sure. Yeah. Because then you end up like playing odds with the other person. OK, um, we want the thermostat to be, <laughs> you know, a certain temperature. And now you're fighting over the thermostat because that doesn't seem like an outside problem. That seems like this is not a problem, but now you're fighting with each other over it. That's right. That's right. So today we're going to kind of talk about developing a team mindset. And it's not just about the thermostat, although that can wreck things for people. Um, It's more about...
1: (laughs) We we tend to use examples from our own life a lot of
0: times.
1: (laughs) And the thermostat has been an ongoing issue in our marriage for sure.
0: Yeah, but I mean, even in that simple of a situation, having a team mindset says there's other people on my team right now that are struggling that need help with something. And so um, instead of like putting them in the opposition or on the other team, right, it's OK, it's it's our we got to figure out how to make this work for the different preferences of the people in the home. Right. So I think there's a lot of connotations that being a team helps you. I mean, aside from just the preference part of things. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, I can't even remember when this happened, but I do remember you, you created that mantra that we are team reason. And I don't, I mean, I don't know. I feel like, it was there, a long, long time ago. It was a now. long time ago, and obviously, I must have been saying and doing things at, for a period of time that made it feel like or seem like we were not on the same side.
1: Um, I don't. I don't think it was you. I, I don't think I was saying, "Hey, you stop being that way and be more like me." I think. It, I, I think that the reason I started saying, "Hey, remember team reason." You know the, the reason I started saying that all the time was as much for me as it was for you. I had to remind myself, hey, uh, we are on the same team, so let's fight the problem instead of fighting each other over the problem.
0: And by a long time <clears throat> ago, I still think we had been married for probably <clears throat> five or six years at that yeah. point. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say the kids were <laughs> the kids were little, uh, but Irruptible. it was it, this was not honeymoon years by by any stretch. No,
0: you know something I think. That Maybe that is kind of what happens, you know, when you see a couple who's been married five or six years. It, it does feel like, in, you know, you see, like, the problems change. It does seem like the couple stops seeing the problems of the world coming at them, and then they start seeing, oh, the other person I'm in the relationship is yeah, the
1: problem. Yeah, because five or six years, you're definitely out of the honeymoon phase. Oh, yeah. And you're beginning to, uh, no matter... How long your relationship was going on? If 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 you are five or six years into sharing a home with each other, and uh, you know living that kind of life where you're constantly in each other's face and space and schedules and times and and you know I I need my area and you need yours, <laughs> <clears throat> all that kind of stuff happens. And several years down the road, you kind of reach a little bit of a breaking point i think i think part of it might be sort of familiarity breeding contempt you know like when you when you start out the reason that the honeymoon period is so great is because we are blind we overlook <laughs> flaws yeah everything that you know there's there's the old cliche of you know everything that i used to think was cute now drives me insane you know it's because <laughs> you're looking over their flaws um at, at the beginning and then you reach this point where it's like I have to live like this the rest of my life right. and you make the decision, am I going to keep overlooking this thing or am I going to say, could you stop
0: please? You yeah, know, like stop it is. Doing that.
1: yeah. And and so at that point I think, uh, I think you're, you're going to run into more conflict that is like you said, that is interpersonal, that it's within the relationship rather than yeah. uh, like you said, sort of us against the world, you know, kind like
0: us against the world. And I think that there are a lot of couples who think that their spouse changed after they got married. And I don't even really know that I believe that. I think a lot of times is that your perspective of that spouse changed. I'm not saying that some people don't actually change. There are some people who I was going to say,
1: I I think some people drop a lot of things, especially depending on how long you were a couple before you got married. Because you and I kind of didn't have a lot of time to hide things anymore because we dated for six years before I we got wasn't married. I was
0: surprised by very much. Right. But right. I think what surprised me was that, you know, 10 years down the road, having like, oh my gosh, kind of crisis stuff in our marriage. Like I thought at some point, you know, that wouldn't really ever affect us. You know, when you've been together forever, it just, yeah. it does take you a little bit by surprise. And so I think that does happen to a lot of couples who've been together for 15 years. And they've been like, we've been good up until now.
1: Right and and maybe one spouse or the other was um hiding and yeah. putting up either hiding their flaws or hiding their reaction to their spouse's flaws and ignoring and letting right. it go and blah 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 and then all of a sudden it's like I'm going to address this one thing and then it sort of opens the floodgates <laughs> yeah, so <mushrooms.
0: laughs>
1: Yeah so so you hit that point and and like like you said we kind of got to that point in our relationship and realized that more often Than had been the case up till that point, we were beginning to fight against each other. You know, I tell people, don't fight with your spouse, fight with your spouse.
0: Right. You
1: know, like don't fight.
0: Fight alongside your spouse. Against
1: them. Yeah. Don't fight against them, fight alongside them. You know, if you're fighting with your spouse, let it be with them against the problem.
0: Right. And
1: that can be, you know, Keely has kind of thrown in this phrase here, like us against the world. And sometimes that means the budget, you know, and, and how are we going to make this work? You know, or sometimes it means the, the world is demanding things of our time and and we we have to take a stand against that or, or whatever. But, But when those problems are, when, when we're standing side by side facing those problems, that's great. And we can, we can tackle anything. But when the problem is all of a sudden between us and we're looking at each other, instead of standing side by side, looking out at the problem, an issue. Yeah, you're looking you put the problem between you and now you're looking at the problem but you're seeing your spouse. You're right. looking at them on the other side of that problem and saying it's really it's you instead of again side by side with it out in front of both of you analyzing what's actually going on here. Now, that's not to say that your your spouse isn't part of the problem or that you're not part of the problem. Right. I mean, that <laughs> let's be honest, it's one of the two of you or yeah, both, much. right? Um A lot but of times. yeah. But if you, if you take that perspective away and say, okay, what's what's the problem here? And I still love you even though you're, you're doing this or I'm failing in this way, like whatever it is, um, I still love you and we're going to work on this thing together. And when we get it solved, we will still love each other. In fact, we'll love each other probably more instead of saying, you have to fix this or maybe I don't love you anymore. Right.
0: I can't live like this. Yeah. So I think one thing that really helps you um, to develop a team mindset is to actually have a goal, like like really understanding what are we trying to accomplish here? Okay. So what we're trying to accomplish in our uh, household in general is that we can comfortably, both of us, comfortably live in the house with the temperature, (laughs) with the (laughs) furniture, (laughs) with the kids with our schedules with the arrangement um, of the garage and i'm not you know what i mean like whatever it is like just making it so we can function here mm-hmm. I, I think this is why these little things destroy couples so much there is in my opinion and austin I've ha- i think he's had to come a long way in this because austin is the kind of person who looks at what other people do and says there's a right way and a wrong way to do everything there is I don't feel that
1: this way. Is, this is the case. This I believe is how it works.
0: that most things are preference. This is, and no, so, true. you know, like if my preference is to put all the dishes in the sink and yours is to put all the <laughs> dishes on the counter, which is true, this is the case here. Um, what we're really trying to accomplish is functioning in our kitchen. And one of us functions one way, the other one functions another way. What do we do about that? Well, I think what ends up happening is a lot of times the dishes are in one place and other times they're in another place. So um, they kind of go back and forth. But the goal here is not to say one of us is right and one of us is wrong. The goal is to try and meet in the middle on the things we can meet in the middle on and the things that we really just can't get through. Like, I mean, right now I am sweating to pieces in the middle of the night and I know Austin (laughs) is dying because I'm running a fan. She so so means mean, I'm
1: dying in the other direction. I'm, I'm like huddled up.
0: <laughs> I'm like sweating. Shivering Jesus. and
1: she's sweating.
0: <laughs> so I mean, obviously this is a problem. And Austin could very easily say, Well, you're the problem because <laughs> you're the one who's sweating to death. And I could say, Well, you're the problem because you're not. In this
1: particular case, you are the problem.
0: Though, I am definitely so. the problem. You are the problem. <laughs> But we still mm-hmm. need the goal here, and the goal is that we can both figure out a way to comfortably sleep at night so that we're not sweating to death or freezing to death. Right, and,
1: and, that, and that's that team approach. It's that it's not about I need to be comfortable, it's we need to be comfortable. Right. And so what the heck is happening here? Like, do I need an extra blanket that's only on my side of the bed? Do we need to adjust the thermostat? Do you need a fan? Do we need, right. you know, like what, whatever it is. And, and looking at it as how can both of us make this work in whatever, you know, whatever regard that is. And so again, if you're, if you're approaching it from that perspective of how do, how do we get to where we both want to be? How do we, and this is not just even both. It could be all, it could be the whole family, you know, like
0: um,
1: we've had times where we've called the kids and we're like, Hey, listen, like fill in the blank, ain't working anymore. We gotta so fix it. Uh, what's your input and we'll give you ours and we got to, we got to come up with a new thing here. Um, a lot of times, I think about every six months we have to do that, do that with the chore list.
0: Oh yeah. Because the chores slide or something's not working or, or life schedules. changes. Yeah. Or, Corbin gets a job know. or
1: the, yeah, the work schedule changes or the school schedule is different or, Oh, now there's band, you know, whatever. And so we, we approach it from, and again, we take, we, we took that motto of team reason and just applied it to the whole family and said, listen, uh, we're not telling you you're wrong in this case. We're telling you there's a problem. So let let us all solve it together. Right. And I'm telling you what, man, that is those conversations, when we have those conversations with our kids, they are the best, we get the best resolutions from those because they have ownership. It's not us saying you're wrong, do it the way we want. It's all of us approaching a right. common problem not one person being, you know, a I have to tell all three of my kids at various points in their lives. I have to say, I'm not telling you you're a terrible person. I'm just saying that this is a problem. And so let's fix this problem. I'm not, you're like, don't sulk. Don't get mad at me. I'm not saying you are terrible and I hate you. I'm saying, I love you anyway. And, uh, even if, even if part of the problem is you, I still love you. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: but there's, there's an issue that we got to work on together here.
0: And a lot of it, it does, it goes down and back to preferences, goals, agendas, whatever. And it's very difficult to understand why your spouse holds something as a priority until you actually have that conversation. Oh, definitely. You know, like Sometimes it really is. I just want this thing to be this way and there isn't a real reason. But oftentimes, whether you realize it or not, you function a certain way for a certain reason. If one of you really, it's important to you to make your bed every day, you don't feel like you can function without that and the other person doesn't need that, then you have to help them understand that that's what you need. Otherwise, it just comes across as, well, you don't do anything right because you didn't make our bed or, you know, you can't make I can't do anything right and I can't make you happy because you're upset that I left my glass out. There are some things that are preferences and some things that are legitimately issues like, why do you do this versus that? Why is this here versus that? You know, right. So when you are a team and you just remember okay the problem isn't that my spouse prefers this thing over that thing or that they think that i'm wrong for doing this thing or that thing the problem is is that their comfort or that their ability to function or their whatever it is you know that's the problem mm-hmm. these other little things are the things that can be so easy to focus on. So we talk a lot here about basically getting to the the root of the issue. What's the real issue? And I've got to be honest, I'm not very good at um, self-reflection or understanding why things bother me or why (laughs) I even do things the way I do them. So, this has been a very big stretching thing in our marriage because yep. Austin asks me continually, why, 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 <laughs> why do you do this? Why do you do that? Why do you think this? Why do you say that? And I'm like, <sighs> at some point I just don't even know anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even understand the question now. What I'm are like, we talking
0: about? what, what does this mean? Why do you want to do that? I don't know. It's just what I need to do. <laughs> so there has been growth in that regard as well. Um, But that is kind of where it starts. It starts with just really before you get to like hounding each other on stuff, figure out what is actually occurring and then come at it with that team approach. Yeah. And just know that there's teams are there for a reason because everyone has weakness and strength and um, there's a there's way to overcome those things, you know? Yeah. That's kind of our thought behind being a team in marriage, reminding each other that you're a team, understanding what your common goal is, what are you trying to accomplish, and then working towards the problem that way. Thanks guys for joining us. We'd love for you to check out the rest of the stuff we write about on com, and also be sure to sign up for our newsletter, lovewithadventure.com slash newsletter, and we'll send you our sexy truth or dare game. But also we're going to send you the most exclusive content that we have, which is our anonymous questions. We answer them in the newsletter every week. Plus we give you all of our recent blogs, podcasts and other things on my mind. Thanks for joining us and we'll talk with you later.